Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host with the most, Brian to the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew, the diabetic Dynamo Dobes, and Brendan, the producer Pika. Guys, welcome in for the week four NFC home game preview uh, with a side slice of yays and nays of the week. Andrew, first game we're going to be breaking down today is the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Chicago Bears. Starting with the Colts, uh, Phillip Rivers, he's doing what he's done his entire career. He is a very fine player. (laughs) I'm so over him. I wouldn't say he's good. He's definitely not bad, but he is not exciting. (laughs) Uh, But this is a good Colts team. You know, this is a good Colts team surrounding Phillip Rivers. Uh, So, you know, he's doing just enough to drive this team forward. Naeem Hines is questionable with a shoulder injury. Michael Pittman is out with a compartment leg injury, yeah, which is be, horrifying. Not for thoughts go out to him. Other than that, Jonathan Taylor, you can feel very good about starting. Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton, you know, I think is an interesting flex. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, and f- unfortunately, that connection with Philip Rivers just is not there. Uh, or the arm strength for Philip Rivers. There's really no connection. Yeah, anywhere. yeah, that's fair. I, yeah. I I was talking about it last uh in the in the recap episode. It's just a run heavy team. That's really it's it's a run first team is what I've noticed. There's not you you rarely see over a hundred receiving yards from a Colt player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and once again, you know, it could be just these guys trying to figure each other out, you know, with a weird yep. offseason, new quarterback to the system, but the targets aren't there. Um, you know, are you, you know, his targets have been drying up. Week one, uh, T.Y. Hilton had nine targets. Mm-hmm. Week two, he had five. And last week, he had three. Is he somebody you're benching? Is he somebody you would still flex? You know, the more we talk about it, the less willing I am to start T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, he's a he's unfortunately a bench for me. I've he been is so a bench. I'm I'm not excited at all about this receiving core. I just like Jonathan Taylor and that's it. And <laughs> Hines. There's a little bit of Hines in there. Like if he wasn't Hines. if he wasn't questionable, I would be like, hey, potential flex. Um You know, I'm not excited about the wide receiver options. No. But what about the tight end situation? Last week, Moelle Cox had three targets for three receptions, 50 receiving yards, and a touchdown. I wouldn't be rushing to start Moelle Cox, but Phil Rivers does like tight ends. Desperation. I think he can do better elsewhere. Uh, Over to the Bears side of the ball, Trubitsky meet bench. This is Nick Foles' team moving forward. Let's go. I think that's a positive for everybody. We saw that spark last week when they beat the Falcons. Man, um, this Bears team suddenly looks exciting. Uh, Unfortunately, Tariq Cohen had a a pretty major injury, Mm -hmm. so he's no longer in the conversation. But David Montgomery... You know, I think this boosts his value for sure. I think he is an absolutely start worthy this week against the Colts. You know, Allen Robinson, I think having full start does wonders for Robinson. And I do think that gets him back on track for absolutely. what you drafted him to be. A Did you see really, that connection? Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Wide receiver two, uh rest of the way, in my humble opinion. He could be one. He could be one. He, yeah. he could be. That's that's the line he walks. Uh, somebody else I'm excited about is Anthony Miller. 
know, he mm-hmm. did score that touchdown last week, uh, and he he dropped another one. It went right through his hands. So he could have had two touchdowns. You know, this is a player, he's always on the cusp of a breakout. We just haven't seen it happen due to whatever circumstance, whether it be injury, Trubisky, whatever. It looks like it's finally coming together. I think this whole offense takes a pretty big step forward, and I think they're going to need to be aggressive through the air this week. Uh, I'd be starting Miller as a desperate, even better than desperation flex. I think yeah, he's no, a he's got a uh, huge upside. Yeah, I think he's a flex option that you know I am having to start in a couple leagues due to injuries. I lost Chris Godwin, uh, and I need to move some things around with Julio Devonte. There's a lot of injured players out there. And I think you can do a lot worse than Anthony Miller. Here's a question. Anthony Miller, I probably know the answer to this, or mm-hmm. LaVishka Chenault. Uh, I'm going to go Miller. You there know, you Chenault hasn't broken out yet, and Miller one. has scored touchdowns. That's so right now it's Miller. Uh, it's Miller time. <laughs> it's Miller time. <laughs> Trademark. Um, you know, Jimmy Graham, no thank you. Uh and I think no? that wraps up the Bears. No, I hate Jimmy Graham. <laughs> it I doesn't hate matter Jimmy if Graham. you like the guy or not. No, I, I think he's a really nice guy. You know, he's got a really nice story. You're but... just upset because he sucked with the Packers and now he's doing good. Yeah, but he's not doing good. He's got two, he got two TDs last game, man. I don't care. You got a TD. No. You got a TD week one <laughs> as well. Yeah, That's, I'm... I mean, I'd take him over Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, I I'm, I agree with you there. I do think Jimmy Graham is above Mo Ali Cox. You know, I think a big part of it was going against the Falcons. Um, you know, the Falcons are they give up the second most points to tight ends this season. Uh, you know, I'm not betting on that to to continue that yeah. way. <laughs> These Colts do have a pretty solid defense, especially against uh, tight ends. Indianapolis have given up the least amount of fantasy football points to tight ends this season. Mm-hmm. Small sample size, but still factually correct. He's, he's rosterable, though. <laughs> you didn't even want to say that. No. Uh, he's a backup tight end for you. Yeah, yeah. I'll say he's a backup. I'll, yep. I'll give you that. These two teams. Oh. This is tough. Give me Dub Bears. I like the way this team's looking right now. It's going to be tough. For Nick Foles, but I'm loving wow. it. I'm just gonna ride this train. Yeah, that's a that's an Go for interesting uh, interesting call. Do it. I'm going Colts. You're going Philip Rivers. Me the Colts. I'm not going Philip Rivers. I'm going Jonathan Taylor. Well, you know what? I think the Colts are a better team in general. I do Damn, like yeah. the Foles magic, but we have seen the Foles roller coaster before. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I think this comes down to Nagy versus Reich. Oh, dude, well, if you if you tell me Nagy versus Reich, I'm gonna pick Reich. But Brendan, I don't think it comes who are you agreeing with, my man? Uh, this is kind of hard, but I think Just I'm gonna go with the Colts. Oh, okay, all right. Colts, I Whatever. like it. When has Brendan ever been right ever? Uh, I'm sorry. What's that? Oh, wow, three. Thanks, he's definitely he's definitely not like. I think he, I think Brendan's like eight for ten this season. So. Let's go. <laughs> Tiebreakers. He is the you know, real that, genius. What are, what are those but just numbers, you know? What yep, do those yep. even mean? Next up, we have the LA Chargers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Starting with the Chargers side of the ball, there's a lot of injuries in this game. Uh, the Chargers lost safety Christopher Harris, uh, so that, you know, this was a interesting defensive stream, uh, but they their defense is withered at this point. Mike Williams, 
Um, you know, he's questionable with a hamstring injury, but it really wouldn't make much of a difference if he didn't even play. Uh, this yep. has been, I think, a huge bummer this season. He just does not have that connection with either Tyrod or Herbert. It is looking like Herbert will get the start. Um, and I think Herbert's going to struggle. Uh, this is a shockingly elite Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense. And I think if it is the rookie, I think he's going to get absolutely pummeled. I'm fading Keenan Allen. You know, I'm Ooh. still starting Allen if I have him. Uh, but Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they've only given up two touchdowns to wide receivers this season. You know, Keenan Allen's a fantastic wide receiver. Uh, we've seen his upside. You know, we've seen his consistency. I think this is one of those weeks where he gets six receptions for 60 yards. Uh, I'm a lot less excited about Keenan Allen than normal this week. Wow. All right. Uh, Hunter Henry, you're starting. You know, when he plays, he puts up numbers. He's great. He's so consistent. He is a stud. Austin Eckler, you know, you're starting. He should be. This is a really good Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense, but I think Eckler is the type of running back that can succeed against this team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not expecting RB1 production, uh, but I think you can be hopeful for RB2 production. And Joshua Kelly, pass. This is not a good matchup for him, and he had a pretty rough week last week. I would bench Joshua Kelly. Yep, I'm I'm definitely a lot less faded on Keenan Allen and even Herbert this week. I think Herbert's going to be okay. Really? That's shocking to me. I think Herbert's going to do better than Phillip Rivers. I'd be willing to bet on that. Oh, wow. Fantasy-wise. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just make it wise. sure. Just Interesting. Sure. Well, we'll discuss. But okay. I, wow. I so think, you're you're a I firm think, believer. I'm not saying that he's going to win you weeks and he's a fringe starter for you. He's a desperation start if you need if you need it. But uh, definitely not as faded. I mean, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is really good, and they're going to stop the run. Um, but their secondary is exploitable. So I, uh, Keenan Allen is not going to have the a game-winning week, but I think he's going to put up enough numbers for you to feel confident in him. All that's right. just my take. That's my yeah, take. no, that's a, that's a solid take. I'll, I'll give that to you. Uh, over to the Buccaneers side of the ball. Uh, Tom Brady, you know, I think is a fine stream this week. I will say, uh, Chris Godwin uh, has not practiced this week, and it looks like he will skip. Uh, he mm. does have a not a significant hamstring injury, uh, but it is bad enough for him to miss time. Uh, Scotty Miller does look questionable as well, uh, but I would expect Scotty Miller to play. Uh, Scotty Miller, I would have, you know, as a low end flex option. Uh, with Godwin out, you know, there should be all the opportunity in the world, uh, but I think this really just boosts what Mike Evans should be able to do this week. I agree. Yeah, hopefully um, he won't get two yards in this game he did i mean he got two yards and two touchdowns yeah. two receptions last game but uh, you know, beautiful i want a little little more yards out of that <laughs> but you know I mean, I can't yeah. yeah two touchdowns i would not complain no, you, you can't yeah i am curious i do think tom brady will be a solid play this week i'm curious to see where he gets that production you know i do think leonard fournette takes the reins from ronald jones at some point um i would start Fournette uh, ahead of Jones, uh, but Fournette I would have as a, as a flex. You know, I don't I, feel particularly great about it. I don't like any of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm just so done with that. Uh, Gronkowski, uh, no thank you. Uh, OJ Howard, 
any interest, especially no. with Godwin being out. No, no, I guess. All right. First. Yeah, no, that's solid. I can't debate that. Uh, how do you feel about Tom Brady? You know, if if you think he's going to put up numbers, I mean, it has to go somewhere. Well, I think Justin Herbert's going to put up some decent numbers. Tom Brady is going to be better than Justin Herbert this week. Right. And what I'm um, saying is Tom Brady, if if we think he's going to be putting up numbers, mm-hmm. it has to go somewhere. And Godwin's out. Scotty Miller might be out. Is it just going to be the running backs and Mike Evans? Yeah, so it's going to be mainly Mike Evans. I actually think that Scotty Miller is going to play this week. So I got I got Miller with uh with a lot of that, but I would say basically all Mike Evans and then they're just going to try to run the clock down. So a little bit of Ronald Jones, a little bit of Fournette. It's going to be ugly in the run game, but a little bit of this, a little bit little, of that. A little bit of non-fantasy points. Uh I'm going to go Mike Evans most most of the ball most of the points there but solid i got Uh, tom brady as a low-end qb1 yeah i agree with that these two teams give me the bucks yeah bucks next up we have the cleveland browns taking on the dallas cowboys uh starting with the browns uh this is a very very good running team you're starting nick chubb you're starting kareem hunt and feeling good about it odo beckham jr you're starting it only takes one play and we've seen that play action from Baker Mayfield. When it connects with OBJ, it is gold. Hopefully, we'll be seeing a whole lot more of it, but this is a run-first team. Uh, I'm not starting Landry. I am starting Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. And I think Baker, you know, if you have to, I think you can do worse. This Dallas Cowboys team has shown you can throw on them. That's am I missing anybody? <laughs> you know, no, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, OBJ. not interested in in the tight end. Nope. You know, I have yet to see it, and I don't think it is going to be there. Yeah, that's easy. Quick yeah. and easy. Sweet, just the way you like it, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Quick and easy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, over to the Cowboys side of the ball. You know, it should be all systems go uh, for all these starters. Uh, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper. You know, what's your take on C.D. Lamb? You know, is he expected to play? Yeah, I would. You you got to start him in this case. What about Gallup? He's got. Uh, it's who so hard. Have, who do you have ranked higher at this point? Gallup. No, I got Lamb? Lamb higher. Wow, I got yeah, Lamb higher. I, I agree with Gallup you. Gallup did better. I, I think. Lamb. I think they should trade Gallup to the Packers. No, I think they should I trade think. Gallup. But to, I don't know. Not to the Packers. Anywhere else. Okay. But. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think CD is a wide receiver three. Uh, Gallup, I would have as a low end wide receiver three. Boom, yeah, they're uh, so close yeah. to being even. But Elliot, you're starting. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm totally blank on the tight end's name. <laughs> yeah, Dalton uh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. I always want to say Blake Jarwin, but he's out for the season. He's out. You know, we've seen a solid connection uh, with the tight end this season uh, for this Dallas Cowboys team. Uh, interest in Schultz? Are you starting him? Has he proved himself? You know, he's definitely uh, been better than I think people expected. He's a lot better than I expected, but I I like other tight ends out there. It, it's I I would he's just about the same level as Jimmy Graham for me. Okay. He's about the same level of, as as Jimmy Graham. He's I think a great backup tight end on your team, but I would not be comfortable starting him. 
Yeah, I would start Jimmy Graham over Schultz. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it, I think he's a desperation at worst. Uh, Cleveland is the second most generous team to tight ends this season. So I think you could do uh, worse than Schultz. Uh, but he is definitely on the lower end of the spectrum yeah. <laughs> of starting confidence. I think that wraps up both of these teams. It is, I think, pretty it cut and dry. Mm -hmm. uh, these two teams give me the boys. Yeah. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens coming off of a rough loss, taking on the Washington professional football franchise. What's the best cure for getting over a bad game? It is facing playing Washington. Washington. <laughs> it was Miami. Yep. Yeah. Now it's this, Washington. Oof. On the Ravens side of the ball. Marquise Brown has been a disappointment this season, uh, but he's in the mold of Deshaun Jackson. You know, when it rains, it pours. Unfortunately, there's been a little bit of a drought, uh, but I do think, I think he will have value. Um, he's one of those players where I think you just, you set him in your flex and you forget about it. Mm -hmm. He's going to have those blow up, ga blow up games. He's going to have those down games. You know, the connection hasn't been there. It does look like Lamar Jackson has been struggling with that aspect uh, this season but I, I do have confidence in Marquise Brown and I think he has a good week here. Yeah, I agree with that. Marquise Brown, just he's one of those players where all you need is that one play kind of like a Will Fuller type and Deshaun Jackson. That, that was the, the perfect comparison I would say. So it could happen this game against a not so great secondary for Washington. And as bad as their secondary is, that is how good their D line is. Mm -hmm. um, I'm fading Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins uh, this season. It's been a weird, weird roller coaster for Ravens running backs. I'm sitting both of them this week. I'm starting Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and Marquise Brown. And that is it for the well, Ravens. Well said. I know Chase Young's injured right now, but that's still yeah, a decent D-line. So I don't like that whole split time. I don't like it. I'm not, I just it makes me upset every time I think about it. So that's a no for me as well. All right, that is a solid, solid decision. Over to Washington. You're starting One scary man. Terry, uh, and that's it. Um, not yeah. interested in tight end, quarterback, or running I mean, backs. Antonio Gibson, he yeah, has upside. If it was a different matchup, if he was facing the Lions, we'd feel differently. Oh. But oh, it's a gosh. really tough Ravens matchup. I am benching Great. Antonio Gibson. Yep, he's a matchup player, so no Gibson for me either. I mean, he's a desperation. I know there's a lot of injuries happening here, so yeah, if you got to play him, you got to play him, but if you got an option, pr preferably not. Uh, these two teams, I will speak for the both of us. We are yep, taking nice the Ravens. Next up, we have the New Orleans Saints facing the Detroit Lions. And when I say the New Orleans Saints, I mean mm -hmm. the Kamaras because holy cow, uh, Kamara's been outstanding. He is the running back one for the season so far. You know, for as rough of a season as it was last season, he is doing phenomenal this season. He's really performing to the extent that you mm -hmm. that you can do. I, um, I think at this rate, if he if he keeps this up. Uh, I think he's going to surpass his fantasy points that he scored last year by like week like seven or something. Yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, he's been phenomenal. And I do want to give a shout out to Jax Falcone, who came up with this really good stat. If Alvin Kamara had zero rushing stats so far this season, 
he would be the wide receiver four in total PPR scoring. It goes Ridley, Metcalf, Lockett, and then it would be Kamara. <laughs> Those are the best wide receivers. I, mean, I know you can't see me right now, but I'm just shaking my head, just like <laughs> in awe. It's just yeah. such a crazy stat. Yeah, so I know you're starting Kamara. Uh, we're Big not time. really giving you advice on what to do with him. We're just, you know, enjoy the moment if you are a Kamara owner and be shaking in your boots if you're going against him because this is a very favorable matchup. Um, you know, Michael Thomas is expected to be back. Uh, if he's playing, you are playing him, and that is great news for Drew Brees. Uh, I think we've seen Drew Brees, unfortunately, take a pretty major step back uh, with Thomas being out. Um, you know, if Thomas is back, Andrew, would you be willing to stream Drew Brees? Yeah, just because they're playing the Detroit Lions, like we said, it's a bad, it, it, you got to play matchup. So Detroit Lions, not the best defense. Some would say the worst. Uh, so I would say it's a riskier play. I would rather play like a like a Brady or I might even be close to saying Nick Foles. Just just above Nick Foles, right below Tom Brady. Yeah, okay. I can respect that. Uh, yeah, especially if Thomas is playing, I'm a lot more interested. It's been a rocky season for Breeze, uh, but you know he has the weapons around him, and the team is built around him as well. Uh, Jared Cook, he is questionable with a groin injury. If you... If he's healthy, you play him. And if he's not, you don't. I'll make that very easy for you. Mm -hmm. Over to the Lions side of the ball. Uh, you know, it does look like Kenny Galladay will be playing as well as Marvin Jones. It will be the normal suspects at running back, a mixture of uh, DeAndre Swift and Adrian Peterson. TJ Hawkinson is a part of it as well. I'm excited about Galladay. Yep. Uh, it is a tough matchup, but I think Galladay is a elite wide receiver. Marvin Jones, I think, is a solid flex option. TJ Hawkinson is a high-end tight end, too, with Stafford. I think Perfect. Stafford is a solid streaming quarterback this week. And running backs, I'm avoiding like the plague. We'll keep it easy. Yeah, you kind of hit everything. That's that's perfect. That's I, I would say Peterson desperation flex just because he's getting a ridiculous amount of carries per game, yes. uh, but not a lot of fantasy production out of that. Yeah, not not of a so, not a lot of valuable carries. That's a <laughs> big big de desperation. Like yes. the final player on my list of desperation players is him. That's like two a.m. at a bar and you don't want to go home alone. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's just been oh man, not uh, a good option. But yeah, these two teams got to do, man. Got to do what you got to do. Gotta I think we are both do. taking the Saints. Who that? Next. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> lame. Uh, next up, we have hey, the Cardinals. I didn't make it. That's true. Next up, we have the. Well, it's how you said it, not the yeah. actual saying. Uh, Cardinals hey, taking on the it. Panthers. Um, you know, Panthers coming off of a surprising win. Uh, this is a really good Cardinals team that I think should have a lot of fun with the Panthers. Uh, I think you're starting all relevant Cardinals. You're starting Murray, Hopkins, and Drake. Boom. I, th I think that's it. Boom. That's bada all, bing, that's all boom. I'm interested in. Uh, Carolina Panthers, you know, they are coming off of a win. Uh, a little more murky. The Cardinals, fortunately, do not have a great defense. So, you know, I think you start DJ Moore. 
the season has been a disappointing one so far for more. I do think he's still that talented. You know, he's still getting the targets. I think, I think good things will come. Uh, unfortunately, he's just not getting the touchdowns, which obviously makes a huge, huge difference. I think you can start Robbie Anderson and feel really good about it. You know, I think he's a, a solid wide receiver three. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Samuel, only other player nope. I would say is yeah. a, nope. a low end flex. Uh, I disagree. Listen, if there's you any know. week he's going to do it, it's going to be this week. <laughs> this is his last chance for me. Yeah. I love Curtis Samuel, here. the player. I want him to go to the Packers in the worst way. Uh, but I just, I don't think it's his time. I no, think he it, is. Yeah. It's just, it, it's a, it's a flex for me, but it, Ugh, if he yeah. disappoints me one more God dang week. I'm done with him. I'm I am out. Just like Philip Rivers last week, week man. <laughs> yeah, you're out. I'm in. Oh, oh well, here we go. These two teams. Who are you taking? Take the Cardinals. <laughs> I am taking the Cardinals. I'm taking as the Cardinals. Well, even, even with D Hop being questionable, I'm taking the Cardinals. Even but with D Hop. Uh, next up, we have the New York Giants taking on the L.A. Rams. Uh, this is a really rough New York Giants team uh, taking on a, a pretty solid L.A. Rams defense. Danny Dimes, I'm not streaming. I'm not Evan Ingram, man. you know, he's been disappointing, uh, but I think you can start him. He's in that maybe this is the weak category of tight ends. Um, you know, I think Gasicki is ahead of Ingram. I think Janu Smith. Uh, even yeah. in a tough matchup, is in that category. Evan Ingram, I think, is a, a lower-end tight end one until he proves to us that he has got it going on. Do you have any interest in the wide receivers uh, or Devontae Freeman? Uh, no wide receivers. Uh, I want to see it first, and no interest in Devontae Freeman yet as well. I guess I want to see it first. Yeah, I, just, I am right I, there I, with you. I think Freeman's rosterable. Um, but only having five carries for 10 yards last game, I know it was <laughs> against San Fran, but they're going up against the Rams who really aren't that easier of a, of a, of a team in terms well of said. rushing defense. Mm-hmm. Cause you got big man, Aaron Darnold up there. So <laughs> big man, Darnold. Yeah. Not I Darnold, agree. Donald. <laughs> what am I talking about? Aaron Donald. I don't know. Let's try to go Aaron with it. Darnold. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Losing my mind up. here. I was just going to skip Giants, past it. But. This is what the Giants are doing to me, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that's it for the Giants' side of the ball. Over to the Rams. You know, this is a, a Rams team with a lot of talent. This is a Rams team I believe in. Loving this you're team. starting Woods. You're starting Cup. Yep. You're yep. starting Higby. Yep. Starting Goff. I think Goff yep. is a really great play this week. Uh, and as far as running backs, Cam Akers is day-to-day. But I am really excited about Daryl Henderson. I think he should have a phenomenal week. And he's he's one of my locks of the week. I think he's going to end up as a RB1 this week. That's a really good pick. Yeah, even with even if Cam Akers plays, yep. it's just going to be the Henderson show. Uh, and as, uh, as unfortunate as it is for Akers owners. Bada bing, bada boom. These two teams give me the Rams. Rams. Next up. Easy. We have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the 49ers in the battle of the trainer rooms because, oh my gosh, these are the two most injury-prone teams I have ever seen. Uh, Starting with the Eagles side of the ball, Jalen Rager is on IR. Deshaun Jackson is healthy but not producing. 
Miles Sanders is questionable. This is a gross, gross matchup. Uh, I'm not interested in Wentz. Uh, Dallas no. Goddard is on IR. Uh, I'm starting Wentz. Or no. no, what? <laughs> I, Hang on. I am not starting Wentz. I am starting Ertz. Ertz. I'm starting Ertz. Starting Sanders if he's healthy. You and have that's to. it. This is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, oh, what a fall from grace. Yeah, if you oh, drafted gotcha. Carson Wentz, I think you can drop him for Goff. Uh, I think you can drop him for Brady. I think you need to find some other options. Drop him for Minshew. Yeah, I, honestly, I think that's yeah. a solid, solid decision. Stafford, potentially? Oh, not even potentially. Absolutely for Stafford. It's bad. It's it's yeah. just terrible. Baker, I mean, there's like 30 out of the 32 teams I'd take that their quarterback over Wentz. I shouldn't yeah. say that. It's like 25. But. It is a tough time to be a redhead in Philadelphia. Over to the 49ers side of the ball. Speaking of injuries, uh, there's a lot of them. Raheem Mostert is questionable for week four. Uh, George Kittle is expected to play. Obviously, if, Kittle's, know, if Kittle plays, you're starting him. Uh, Andrew, break down Brandon Ayuk in the running game for oh, this 49ers team. All right. So it's a little weird. You know, All I'm right. Brand, Brandon Ayuk believer. Uh and he finally produced uh he was he got three carries in the in the run game but for for a touchdown. Uh he was also the lead receiver last week. I I still would put him as a lower end flex because this is one game out of the the last three where he's produced. So I want to see more consistency out of him before I feel confident in uh, consistently putting him in a flex option. It it wouldn't be the worst thing if you put him in there just because of his upside, like we saw last week where he's five receptions, 70 yards. He also ran it in for a touchdown. So I like Ayuk a little bit. Not not enough to say it confidently, though. So lower end flex. Uh, The run game... Mostert's questionable, so if he plays, you play Mostert. If not, play McKinnon, and that's it for me. Okay, and no interest in Jeff Wilson. Low end flex as well. Low end flex. Very very low flex. I don't know. Uh, Wilson (laughs) had a receiving touchdown. He also got twelve carries to McKinnon's fourteen. I just still like McKinnon better. So. Yeah, I like McKinnon better as well, especially in PPR leagues. Uh, but I think both have a flex appeal. Ugh, yeah, that sums up this team. That's, um, that's weird. This is going to be a yeah. weird matchup. Man. It's going to be a very sad. This would have been a great matchup like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Oh, my gosh, there's a potential tie again. No, no, I'm not going that far. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going the 49ers as well. I am a Shanahan believer. Um, Man, yeah, that that, that one leaves a bad taste in your mouth, but what will leave a good taste in your mouth? With an even worse game. We will end our week four NFC home games with what should be a fantastic game. Really really should put this at the end. Atlanta Falcons taking on the Green Bay Packers. The three and O Green Bay Packers. Had to, it feels had to that one, huh? It feels good. Yeah. It feels good, Andrew. You know, it always feels good to be a Packer fan. The Bears. Okay. I don't know. It's just 
I mean, I feel like the Packers have actually played good good teams, but <laughs> you're what you're facing the same opponent as them last week. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, all right, Get let's go. Let's here. go. This happens every time we talk about Packers <laughs> and Vikings. We just roast each other's teams. Oh, okay. Let's be honest. It's pretty one-sided. <laughs> we roast each other's teams. Yeah. I'm sitting here at 3-0. and You're sitting yeah. there at 0-3. Because I always Suck just it. talk about how annoying they are. Hey, how do the playoffs go <laughs> for the Vikings? We beat the Saints, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Sorry. Back on track. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones is questionable with a hamstring injury. That's not great news. Russell Gage is questionable with a concussion. I think this just just elevates Hayden Hurst and it elevates Calvin Ridley. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if Julio Jones plays, you're starting him. He historically crushes the Packers, um, just destroys them. So I would start Julio. I, I think he has top five wide receiver upside if he is healthy. Calvin Ridley, you know, as much as I love the Packers, we just give it up. <laughs> we give up fantasy football points like crazy. Yeah, yeah always. Yeah, good game. So Ridley should have a fantastic game. Hayden Hurst, I think, is a stellar top 10 tight end play this week. And I think he will have real opportunities against this Packers defense. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, I think is a, a solid start this week. Mm-hmm. Young Hoku is going to miss multiple yeah, weeks crazy. with a groin injury. Now, he was doing a great job as a fantasy kicker. We do not talk about yeah. them very much for good reason, uh, but goodbye, Ku. Uh, you know, we'll we'll roll with it. Um, Todd Gurley, you're starting. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I'm intrigued by. I think not we really. covered all Hayden the Hurst. options. Yeah. Over to the Packers side of the ball. Uh, Devontae Adams is questionable with a hamstring injury. That's it's not a great feeling. <laughs> uh, he is obviously a great player that if you drafted him, you need him. Uh, but also, he elevates the team. Uh, you know, I'm a lot less excited for Aaron Rodgers if Devontae Adams is not playing. Although, historically, Rodgers does play better without Adams. Um, you know... I would still start Rodgers as a back-end QB1, uh, regardless of Adams. Uh, if Adams is playing, you are starting him. The RB or the wide receiver two position is kind of gross for the Packers. It's MVS, Dr. Drops, uh, and Dr. Alan Lazard, who, bless his heart, just is not a very exciting player. Uh, had a big play last week, so well done, but... Yeah, may they get it done by hook or by crook, but it just feels gross. So, Andrew, gun to your head, MVS or Alan Lazard? No, Lazard, 100%. <laughs> I'm with you That's because I feel so much better when people catch the football. <laughs> Good You'd rather God. have an unoppressive catch over a drop any day. Of the week. I- I'd rather have Derek Carr catching the football than having to rely on wow. MVS. See, that's surprising because I know how much you extremely yeah. dislike Derek Carr. Yeah, that's saying something. Um, but yeah, I'm right really there with you. Uh, I do think both can be solid starts. As much as it pains me, I think I think MVS is a awesome desperation play because he's he's yeah. one of those you know one big play he goes off, and especially against the Falcons. They are susceptible through the air. Alan Lazard, I think, is a solid flex play. 
you know, I think MVS is one of those, if you're down, if you're projected to lose by 20 points, I think he's a solid Hail Mary, especially against this Falcons team. Uh, And I think, like I said, Lazard, he should get the targets. And when he gets targets, he has production. So I think you can fire up Lazard as a flex option as well. Yeah, I got Lazard. I I have MVS as another very, very high desperation. Yeah. Very big desperation. Because it is going to be a shootout like every Falcons game is. Um, So usually you see two wide receivers do really good and maybe a third potentially. So, yeah, I dig it. Um, you know, and you're starting Aaron Jones. So that's pretty easy. These two teams, give me the Packers. Andrew, you're taking the Falcons. No, I'm taking the Packers. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. I, I can't choose a team that, that just, I can't cheer for another Vikings. I can't handle that. All right. I can't do it. Can't have another team that just chokes over and over again. <laughs> no, I can't do that. That's not good. So. That's, that's some Stockholm Packers, syndrome with, with Jones being questionable. So uh, Adams being questionable. Oh, Julio Jones. Oh, Julio Jones. Julio I thought you meant Aaron yep. Jones. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, I'm right there with you, my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. We can end our Week Four preview episode with our yays and nays. Andrew, let's start with yeah. the nays, let's so we it. can end in a positive note. My first nay of the day is a little bit of a cop-out, but I think it is worth mentioning. Uh, The Detroit running backs versus New Orleans. Uh, This is kind of cheating, uh, but this backfield's gross. Adrian Peterson leads this committee in touches and production. This is a solid Saints defense, and I think they will shut down the Detroit running game. It might not take very much, uh, and I do expect the Saints to take a comfortable lead early. Uh, which will lead this team to pull away from Adrian Peterson. All right. My first nay of the week is Carson Wentz. Very good. Very easy pick going up against San Fran. uh, Even without Richard Sherman, even without Nick Bosa, it is still a terrifying defense. Uh, And let's just add Dallas Goddard on the injury list as well. There's uh, no one producing over there. I don't like, any bit of this Eagles passing game. Uh, and to make it even worse, the next three matchups for Carson Wentz is the 49ers. Week five, they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then week six, they play the Baltimore Ravens. I'm basically done with Wentz for the year. Like we talked about, I think he's basically droppable at this point. I would not be surprised if in a couple of weeks, probably maybe after their bye week, they experiment a little bit with Jalen Hurts. It's a hot take. Shut up. But that's it's a so very hot stupid. take. It's a hot take, and that's, it's not Wentz's no, fault. That's just dumb. It's not Wentz's fault that this team is failing, but they need a change of pace. So it's a hot take. That's the dumbest that's thing I've ever heard. It's not fantasy you say. relevant. I'm not telling you to pick up Hurts. But this week alone, Wentz is on my knees. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I do not think they're going to be experimenting with Jalen Hurts. I think uh, it's, a, it's a you said, you said it's improbable. A hot take. It's a okay. hot take. I, I I definitely said hot take. So yeah, okay. I think somebody needs an IQ test because I am worried about you. Well, that's what hot takes are supposed to be. They're supposed to be controversial. <laughs> uh, if I say hot take, Christian McCaffrey is going to be the highest scoring fantasy player at the beginning of the season. That ain't a hot take. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of hot takes, here's one yeah. for you. Okay. My next nay is Keenan Allen versus Tampa Ooh. Bay. Uh, Keenan Allen's a great receiver. 
it is well documented how much I love Keenan Allen. He's had 29 targets in the last two games with Herbert, which is a lot. (laughs) Uh, But I do think the rookie will struggle against a shockingly elite defense. I think Tampa Bay is going to be crushing the Charger offense. And I think the whole offense will struggle, but especially Keenan Allen. Uh, I would still start him. Uh, Of course, he is a stud, but I'm expecting a much lower yardage and production game. I would expect 50 to 60 yards receiving and no touchdown. All right. I'm going to stick with the Chargers. I'm going to go with a nice one, Joshua Kelly. Uh, So Kelly's going up against the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers defense allows the second fewest yards per carry to running backs, plus Joshua Kelly's behind Austin Eckler. I cannot see a world where both Eckler and Kelly have good games. I can see a world where neither of them have good games. So there's really no chance uh, Joshua Kelly should be in your starting lineup. Uh, He fumbled the ball last week as well, so he really wasn't involved. And I I can just see him being involved less and less. So he's an A for me. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Uh, My final nay of the week is DJ Chark versus Cincinnati. Uh, You know, DJ Chark hasn't had a horrible season, but it's certainly been a disappointment for people who drafted him. This is a more balanced passing attack. Uh, Minshew is spreading the love, uh, which has led to less of a focus on Chark. Uh, Part of Chark's value last season was just being peppered with targets. That's just not the case this season. He's coming off of an injury, and even if he does play, Cincinnati's been a team that offenses prefer to run on. I don't think they're a great secondary, uh, but teams haven't really needed to throw on them uh, because you can run on them very effectively. Uh, That is my final name of the week. All right. My final name of the week is wide receiver Hunter Renfro. What? After what are you talking about? Your name of the week is the fourth wide or is the, (laughs) Oh, so the number one receiver in Oakland? Not Oakland, Las Vegas. I keep saying Oakland. Uh, he had a really good game last week. Scored 20 fantasy points in a ESPN uh, PPR. Really good game, but he's getting overhyped. He's going up against a really tough Buffalo defense. Tredavious White, second best corner of the game, is going to be covering him most of the time. I can see why people would make an argument for Hunter Renfro because he got robbed of a touchdown uh last game so he almost had two so i i he's he's a nay he's a nay because people are hyping him up people are are thinking that maybe he's a potential flex option and i'm gonna go with a with a hard no that's why he's a nay i overreacted um (laughs) that's okay i just hear that name I'm like, what yeah. world are we living in where Hunter Renfro is fantasy relevant? It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do right. think he's fantasy relevant. I do think he is borderline flex worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think people need to cool the jets when it comes <laughs> to Hunter Renfro. Let's end, with, uh, let's end with something happy here. Let's talk about some happiness. Andrew, let's break yeah. down our yays of the week. Uh, you know, I like to bring the heat uh, with my nays. I like to go right. with players who you know are normally starters i like to be a little bold mm-hmm. with my yays you know I, i'm gonna start out a little bold okay anthony miller versus indianapolis that was i almost did that yeah did you that. know one. he's one of those players where the hype is always there but you're just you're still waiting for a breakout 
I think with Foles, I think it's going to happen. Miller had some great opportunities last week against Atlanta. He scored a touchdown and had another one fall through his hands. Uh, The Foles-led Bears offense looks legit, and I do think Miller will see more targets and more, I guess, high-octane opportunities uh, in an improved offense. Uh, I like Miller this week to surprise. I think this Bears team takes a step forward, and I think that little step forward is all Anthony Miller needed to be legit. Awesome. I'm going to go with Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary was the lone back last week against the LA Rams, put up the best week he's had over the past three weeks. Uh, Zach Moss is questionable with a toe injury. It looks like he might play, but even if he does play, uh, Singletary will get most of the work, and he's going to be going up against the Raiders' defense, which is a lot worse than the Rams last week. And I was happy with Singletary's performance last week. If he puts up those same numbers, I'm thrilled. So I, I believe that he's going to get most of the carries, especially with Moss being injured or even potentially out. Um, we'll let you know about the injury stuff next episode later on in the week. But there, I I love this matchup, and I love the opportunity that he's about to have. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I like that quite a bit. Uh, my next one is, I'm going to say two. I'm going to not cheat Ooh. a little bit, but give Come a little on. yay plus some. Okay. I'm going to go Mike Gesicki and Preston Williams versus Seattle. It is Russell Wilson's world, and we are all just living in it. Seattle is the perfect mix of awesome offense mixed with terrible defense. I really like all the Dolphins this week, like we expressed earlier. I think Mike Gesicki... You know, he's proven he is a reliable tight end. You know, he's as good as you're going to find when it comes to tight ends outside of the big two. Uh, but, you know, we've seen him have big yardage games this season. He had 130 yards in week two, and he's scoring touchdowns. You know, he can get it done. He is that freak athlete. I think in a big shootout game like this, Gasicki is going to thrive. And also Preston Williams. You know, he has not had that breakout game yet, but he has proven himself as the bona fide wide receiver two in this offense. I believe in Williams, a player, and I think this is the week that he breaks out and gets put on everybody's map. I love this game. Give me all the shares of Gesicki and all the shares of Preston Williams I can get. Awesome. Well, you kind of did my job for me because Preston Williams was my next one. So I'll jump into my last yay. Another wide receiver. Will Fuller, Will Fuller, uh, a big yo-yo player, the yo-yo player, I would say. We always compare players to uh, Will Fuller. Going up against the Minnesota Vikings, it's hard to find an easier matchup. Uh, And he's one of those guys that can just, he'll just catch an 80-yard bomb. He'll he'll just, it's going to happen. I just know it. Uh, He's a, he's going to be the number one receiver on this team. And this is just a god-awful defense, man. Just a <laughs> god-awful... I, and I should mention, Vikings haven't practiced yet this week because they had a run-in with Tennessee last week, and as we know, the whole virus thing uh, in the Tennessee locker room, so they've been put in hold on, in quarantine, so they don't, they're don't they unable to practice. It's just an overall bad look, uh, and Will Fuller is really going to exploit the secondary. So Will Fuller is my last yay. Yes, please. 
Yeah, I think that is a great play. Uh, and my final yay of the day is Daryl Henderson versus Good the one. New York Giants. He's proven himself to be more than just a capable running back in the NFL and for fantasy football. Over 100 total yards and a touchdown in each of his last two games. And now he's facing a broken Giants team who keeps hemorrhaging fantasy football points to running backs. Uh, start him with confidence. I think he can finish this week as a top 10 running back. I love Daryl Henderson, and I think he continues to impress in week four. Andrew, that wraps up our That's week it. four preview. One uh, disagreement. Everybody. One disagreement. That's Colts, crazy. Bears. That's it. That's gross. That's what it. That's what it comes down to. It's. It, I got to cheer for the Chicago Bears. This is the world we're living in. <laughs> yep. This is it. Vikings are on three, and I have to cheer for the Bears being four and zero. Oh man. Uh, well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Uh, if we can ask for a small favor, if you could please leave us a review on whatever platform you are using to listen to us, it would make a huge difference. It does help us spread the word and also uh, spread our wings a little bit more and get exposed to some newer audiences. We greatly appreciate it, as well as the feedback we are receiving. We love you all. We are so excited to share this fantasy football season with you. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay intelligent, stay attractive, and we'll see you next week.